predict, pick, and prevail in your fantasy football leagues with Nick Giacobbe and Nick Cap. From breakouts to busts, superstars to sleepers, these are the guys that will help you achieve fantasy glory. This is the Primetime Fantasy Podcast. Welcome everybody to Season 2, Episode 11 of the Primetime Fantasy Podcast, where we do our predictions, our picks, with the hopes that we hope to prevail throughout the 2022 fantasy football season. I am Nick Giacobbe, and joining me is Nick Cap. Nick, today we will be giving you our picks as we are doing our first mock draft. Probably your only mock draft of the season so close, but this will be Primetime Fantasy's official mock draft for the 2022 fantasy season. Yes, sir. Uh, we were originally going to do our draft from our positions, but we both need prep for a different league, so and we don't want to give too much of our info. I think we're only, what, a week out, 10 days out from our draft, so... I also just realized, so a little behind the scenes, Nick has set up our draft on Sleeper, which is a very popular fantasy site if you don't play on it. If you're still on ESPN or Yahoo, which all my leagues are, but Sleeper is really a dynasty-friendly website and a lot of fantasy analysts and a lot of people in the fantasy community have been moving over to Sleeper. Anyway, Nick had set up our draft on Sleeper and gave himself the one pick. Honestly, I didn't know why, but now I realize it's because in our league, he has the one pick. Um but I said to him, hey, let me take the 12 since I actually have a draft tomorrow night. We're recording on Saturday night. It's August 20th. The show's dropping on the 22nd. I have a, dra- a 12-man draft on the 21st, and Nick has a 10-man draft. So uh, we're doing our mock draft special, and it'll be a lot of fun. Um, so before we get into that, if this is your first time listening to us, thank you so much. You can listen and find us on any podcasting platforms, but not limited to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Anchor, Google Podcasts, basically anywhere where you could find a podcast, you could find the Primetime Fantasy Podcast. If you want to watch the show, and please do, YouTube Primetime Fantasy Podcast. Give us a subscribe, a like, a comment. We appreciate all of that. If you want to support us on social media, and please do, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok is Primetime FF Pod. Facebook and YouTube is Primetime Fantasy Podcast. All righty, Nick, this will be our mock draft. First off, I want to let you speak about this a little bit since you set it up, so I'll let you take the reins here, and I'm going to pull up the draft board. For those of you watching on YouTube, the really cool thing about Sleeper is, and I was thinking this earlier, there is no drafting site besides Sleeper that you actually see the draft board as if you were drafting live in person. And I think that's really, really cool because when you send your draft to your friends and you say, Hey, how's my draft? Well, if I don't see the draft board, I can't tell you if you had a great draft or not. Cause yeah. let's say you took Nick Chubb over Deandre Swift. I love Nick Chubb. So if you got him in round two, I'd probably say that was a good pick. But if you told me you got him over Deandre Swift, I'd say, dude, why the hell did you do that? That's wasn't your best pick. So anyway, um, I think that's really cool that Sleeper does this. So, Nick, I'm going to uh, – for those of you watching on YouTube, thank you so much. I'm pulling up the uh, the draft board. You're going to see us too plus the draft board and, and other stuff um, thanks to the wonderful StreamYard service that we use. So you could talk about uh, how you set this up a little bit. Sure. So this is the Sleeper mock draft. As Nick said, we got 12 teams here. Uh, I have a 10-man in-person draft tomorrow. So I'm taking from the sixth pick. That's where I'm taking tomorrow. Um, I think – you know, in terms of preparation, it's going to be harder to pick from here because I do not know who will be on the board um, and more people will fall to me. So it's a good way to see like how many players I'm actually going to have, but I should have a better team tomorrow, assuming because this is 12, my league's 10. Um, We're doing one quarterback, two running back, two wide receiver, one tight end, 
Uh, two flex, me and Nick are a big fan of two flex. I think it's a better indicator of who is a good fantasy player, and it gives you incentives to trade the one for two, one for three types of packages. One kicker, one defense, uh, even though a lot of leagues are moving away from that. And then we have eight bench. I decided to make it a little bit deeper, so this way you could see some of our later sleepers and guys that we like really late that you could reach on. You'll know two weeks into the season if you need to cut them. Uh, but just to give you as much content as possible, I felt like it would be good to give you a little more depth. And this is what Nick's told me, at least sleepers going to give us the best indication of as from a bot standpoint as to how they're um, projecting players. It won't just be taking Justin Herbert at 35 because he's projected 35. It'll be to whatever the team's need is. So it is a little faulty, but at the same time, we're, we're doing our best uh, to give you guys a, a fun mock draft. So uh, that's what we'll be doing at least. And when we make a pick, we're going to kind of give you a little bit of insight as to why we're making that pick, why we wanted that player at that point. So, um, let's get into it, Nick. So if you want to start it up, I think, uh, are we starting it on your screen or how are we doing this? Yes, sir. All right. So it is going to start the draft and the CPU is going to automatically pick the players off the board. Jeez, this draft sucks so far. Holy this God. is really peculiar. So for those, for those of you listening on audio, <laughs> First off, I don't know if you can hear the little dings with the picks. If so, I apologize. Um, the first six picks, so Nick picked Cooper Cup. So the first five picks before Nick, Derrick Henry, Austin Eckler, Christian McCaffrey, Justin Jefferson, Jonathan Taylor. Nick picked Cooper Cup. Uh, did you stop it, by the way? Yes, it is Okay, stopped. cool. I okay, so Nick on. did stop it. Again, I'm sorry if you guys are listening in audio, but I'm reading out the draft board. Um, <laughs> Derrick Henry going first is hilarious. Uh, and then Eckler, we're both not high on those two. McCaffrey makes sense. Jefferson makes sense. But Taylor at five. Uh, Nick, you took Cooper Cup. Why did you take Cooper Cup at number six, which is actually where I took Cup in my draft last week? So this is really the spot. I think this is the floor for Cup. I think he's clearly a wide receiver one or two um, at the end of the season. I think it's Jefferson and him. Um, my With Jefferson being off the board, I'm really debating him here with Dalvin Cook and Najee Harris. Um, for me, I think Dalvin Cook – has an upside to finish wide receiver one. Najee, same thing, upside to finish uh, or running back one for the two of those guys. But to me, Cooper Cup just coming off that triple crown, I think he's as sure of a lock as you can have um, for a top player in this draft. Um, I also like the idea of taking a wide receiver in the first round this year. I think there's good running back depth on the second and third round. And for me, preparing for my next for this draft. Um, I want to see what a draft looks like where you go no running back in the first round. So for me, more of a practice for me, but I do think this is the spot. Cooper Cup should not fall to the sixth pick, in my opinion. All right, fire it up. All right, so I'm on the clock. So Nick picked Cooper Cup. Next was Najee Harris, Delvin Cook, Jamar Chase, Joe Mixon, Devontae Adams. So I have picks 12 and 13. Um, is this is this timed at all? No, right? No, no time. Okay, cool. So this is kind of what I want tomorrow. Uh, with my 12-man draft tomorrow, that I'm pick 12. I'm hoping to get either Devontae Adams and Steph- or Stephon Diggs and then DeAndre Swift or Alvin Kamara. So I'm going to select Stephon Diggs with my first-round pick. And this is where it gets really tough because I do have Swift in a league already, and I really do like Swift. Last year, I went all in on Jonathan Taylor. All four leagues, I had Jonathan Taylor. Um, Not really how I wanted it, but it did kind of work out. 
This year, I kind of want to go a little bit of uh, a little bit of different looks, just in case due to injuries and other stuff, because Lightning can't strike twice. So I'm going to select Alvin Kamara here. I think him and Swift will a very similar year, so I'm going to select Kamara just for just for the the, the, the um, having a different player at that point. So um, I'm taking Kamara on my team. So I'm starting off as the Diggs and our Alvin Kamara, and I'm not drafting for a while now. All right, Swift goes right after Kamara. So, Nick, instead of uh, reading out the draft board, I think the best way we could do this is we're going to uh, read the highlights as the picks go in, and then you can kind of make your, you know, every time you pick, you could say who are some of the guys on the board. So, Travis Kelsey was drafted already. There goes our first tight end off the board. Yeah, so over here, I wanted one of these other running backs to fall. Um, in the second round, I'm looking for Kamara, Swift, or Chubb. Uh, so, a lot of the running backs went off the board that I really like in my personal rankings. Um, the next highest guy that I have is further down the board. So I think at this spot, I'm debating between Debo Samuel and Mark Andrews. Um, I think I like the, I think I like the Debo Samuel pick over Andrews. I think that's a lot of stock to put into a tight end, not Travis Kelsey. Um, as, as good as Andrews has looked last year, as good as he will look this year. Um, I think I'd rather take a flyer and stack on receiver here just because all the running backs in my top two, maybe three tiers have already fallen off the board. And I think there's a big drop off after that. So like Nick gave in his advice last time, I'm just going to take the guy I think scores the most fantasy points. All right. So there goes Debo. Nick starts. Nick starts. Oh dear. What was that? (laughs) I don't know if you guys heard that on the audio, but like StreamYard has these really wonky noises and Josh Allen goes in round two for his quarterback and it goes, Wow. That was uh, that was interesting. Right, so a lot of these running backs now going off the board. Nick's going to have slim pickings at running back if he wants to go running back here. Yeah, so I am cut slim at running back. If I'm taking a look at the board, I'm not very high on I mean, Connor. James Connor's there. James Connor had 18 touchdowns last year. I, I was listening to Matthew Barry's podcast earlier, his new one on Roto World, and he came really close to selling me on James Connor. I'm still not sold on him. I got to be honest. I think, uh, I don't know. This is, this is a tough spot because I feel like if I don't take a running back here, I'm not going to see. At that point, you're going RB1. zero running back and, and you're just hoping for upside. Yeah, exactly. So this might be the draft where I say, let's go all in on wide receiver and expect myself to play Mike Evans. I have Mike Evans finishing as a top 10 wide receiver in fantasy this year. I actually have him at the six. So for my rankings, I would have three top six wide receivers here. So I will be consistent. I'll take who I think puts up the most points. I'll take the risk now that I don't love the running backs here, and I'll take someone that I think has a ton of upside in Mike Evans, and we'll go with three receivers off the board. There you go. And there goes James Conner right after Nick. There goes Akers, a lot of running backs going. Montgomery going a little bit early. All right, Kittle goes, I'm up. So I have Diggs and Kamara. I now have two picks. Top options are T. Higgins, Justin Herbert, Terry McLaurin, Michael Pittman, Darren Waller, Deontay Johnson. There's no way in hell T. Higgins will be there tomorrow, but I'm taking him because I absolutely love T. Higgins. There's just just no way he's going to be available tomorrow. Now for my second pick. Uh, The tight ends are going to start to go, so I I, kind of want to take a tight end here. Uh, I do like Travis Etienne, though. I feel like if I take him, my next pick isn't until 
uh, I think 50, 53 or something like that. So just looking at some of those running backs to be 53, Elijah Mitchell, uh, Schultz. I don't love a lot of them. So I'm, I'm, I'm actually going to go. Uh, I don't, I, if Kittle was there, there, I would take Kittle, but I'm going to take Travis Etienne. Now, if I had taken Swift, I would have basically the exact same team that I drafted in my 10 man league last week with Dig substituting for Cooper Cup. All right. So I am on the clock. I am going to pull a trigger on someone that I'm a lot higher than most uh, analysts are, um, but I'm comfortable taking him here. Uh, it is Josh Jacobs. I've been finishing at the RB10. I know he's falling a little bit due to some preseason concern. I think it's all I think it's all uh, smokescreen. We know that Bill Belichick loved doing it and Josh McDaniels. I don't see why he would not follow in Bill's steps. I think I think Jacobs is clearly the best running back on that team. I don't have too many concerns for him. I'm confident taking him in the fourth at the on the, my back end of the fourth round, knowing I'm comfortable with three receivers that I think could put up close to, if not more than twenty points a game. So I'm going to take Josh Jacobs here. What about your Jet Brees Hall? Well, he's not on the board anymore. <laughs> I'd be chasing a lot of upside there where I think Jacobs offers the safer floor. So I'll take the shot there. Joe Burrow going around four. That's a, that's an interesting choice. So the guy I was hoping would fall to me was Elijah Mitchell. So I could stack the two of them. Um, Look who's right there in front of you. The guy who you said is going to be better than Devontae Adams. You better be taking him if you think he's better than the. Oh, yeah, you have three receivers already, though. It is a two flex. So for this type of league, I wouldn't have a problem with it because that would be (laughs) four top 10 receivers on my board. So that's tough. The next best running back off the board would be Clyde. Um, After that, I'm really, really low on the running backs. So. Uh, you're going anchor running back with Jacobs as your anchor. Yeah, I mean this is a, this put me in a tough position. So the number one thing I learned from this is in a 12 man draft at the sixth spot, just take the running back in the first round. Uh, but because of how deep I am into this, I do think my best shot at this point would be taking who scores the most points. I'm gonna go with Sudden, and I'm gonna have to just figure it out on the waivers or through running back later in the draft. Maybe do one of those strategies like we talked about where you take everybody else's handcuff running back. Um, that no, might be Schultz. Move for me. I was going to take Schultz at my next pick, but he just went. So now I'm totally punting tight end. Uh, Kyler just went, so it may be quarterback time for me. It is going to be quarterback time. I, I'm going to take um, – I'm really high on Marquise Brown, as you guys have that have been listening. No, I think he's going to finish as a, close to a top 15 receiver, if not at 15. I'm taking Marquise Brown, and then I'm going to take Jalen Hurts, who I've been um, very high on. That will probably finish the top four quarterback. So, uh, my team through six picks is Stephon Diggs, Amari Coop, um, Stephon Diggs, Alvin Kamara, T. Higgins, Travis Etienne, Marquise Brown, and Jalen Hurts. And the tight ends are starting to fly. There goes T.J. Hawkins, and I'm not going to get a good tight end. I'm going to get one of those late round uh, hopes. So right here, as you know, I am looking at the running back. I do need an RB2, but the board is looking quite poor. The best two options are A.J. Dillon and Miles Sanders. I like Dillon, but I'm not taking an RB2 in his own offense for my RB2 in fantasy. So here's might be where I look a little bit further down the board and I look to reach on one of the other guys. 
Um, taking a look at the top running backs, we have Harris, who's there. I'm not too high on him. Kareem Hunt, who I think with the Sean Watson situation does receive a, a big increase and a big boost at running back. So I don't hate the Kareem Hunt pick um, here, but I'm looking at other running backs and I'm, I'm seeing Devin Singletary, Rashad Penny, and Chase Edmonds further down. So I think here I might actually look to go with a guy I think that's going to cook, a guy that we are going to ride on as Broncos Nation. I am going to take the stack of Cortland Sutton and Russell Wilson. You know, that that week one Monday night game that's going to be big for fantasy value. It's it's the first Monday night football game, last game of that first fantasy week. On one fantasy team so far, I have Javante Williams, Russell Wilson, and uh, Brandon McManus. On my second fantasy team, fantasy team i have Cortland sutton and uh and the broncos defense so i'll have a lot riding on that game uh at least so i'm looking here i'm not once again it's the same running back options but based off their adp they should be available one round later here is where i'm gonna pull the trigger on tight end i love dallas goddard this year i think jalen hurts and him will have a good connection it's gonna be his first full year Without um, Zach Ertz there, he looked pretty good um, in the games that he did play with Hertz. Um, without Ertz there, I think that put team puts up a lot of points. I think it gives me good upside at the tight end position, and I'm filling out the entire starting lineup there outside of the RB2. It is, it's a big risk, but at this point in the draft, I, th- I think it's the best thing I can do to just try and put up the most points on a weekly basis. All right, now we're going into round... Uh, seven and eight, so I'll be picking back-to-back. I probably should take a tight end here and probably should take a receiver to fill up my uh, my flex here. My top options are Tony Pollard, Zach Ertz, Devontae Smith, Hunter Renfro, Dak Prescott, Dawson Knox. Um, and if I wanted to reach on anybody at least, I do like Brandon Ayuk down at 97. I, I might be able to get him later on, but um, I definitely love Devontae Smith, so I'm going to pick him. I'm stacking him up with, Jalen Hurts. I've been talking about how much I love Devontae Smith, so that fills out my, my two flex spots. And then we're looking at tight end here. Um, um, I'm actually I'm gonna wait on tight end. I just I just don't like the tight end. Zach Ertz is there, but I don't I don't love him. What pick are we at right now? We're going on eight point one. So next is round nine. So we're gonna take a guy that I think has upside. Let's look for somebody with upside here. The, the two I'm going to debate between there's Chase Edmonds, who Miami just paid a boatload of money to. And one thing I do want to give Matthew Barry credit when I was uh, listening to his podcast is chase the money because teams are only paying people money for a reason. So I could chase the money with uh, Chase Edmonds. That's just funny to say. Or Brandon Ayuk, who uh, I'm really eyeing here, that's developed a connection with Trey Lance. So I already got four receivers, so I'm going to go with Edmonds since I'm debating between uh, the two of them. So I'm taking Chase Edmonds as my eighth pick. I like the move there. That was probably who I was going to target right on the wrap. It was either going to be him or Singletary who just went off the board. And there goes Ayuk as well. Yeah, so we have – so here I said him two rounds ago. The guy I was kind of eyeing – I will pull the trigger. I don't love the pick, 
But I think when he's been out there and he's been healthy, he's put up fantasy points. I'm going to go with Rashad Penny, running back for your Seattle Seahawks. That was a gross pick for your second running back. Yeah, it's not. I don't love it. I'll be honest. All right. We're now getting into round nine. Um, Nick has four running backs, two, uh, four receivers, two running backs, a tight end, and a quarterback. All right. So over here, I think I'm going to reach down a little bit on the board. Um, I'm going to go grab one more running back. Um, I'm going to take someone. It's going to be the real flyer. I think this would be kind of the make or break. What I said earlier, where you got to take someone else's backup. I'm going to take the best backup um, for any running back in the NFL, someone that should be a starter in this league. Um, and when he's out there, he put averages 18 fantasy points per game. When he's a starter, it is Alexander Madison. Yeah, that's a good pick. I'm looking to get out at Madison in a couple of my drafts. That was a weird noise. All right, I'm coming up on round nine. So I'll have nine and ten. There goes Pat Fryermuth. So now I have to take tight end. I was targeting Pat Fryermuth, but I'm going to go with Cole Komet, who's everybody's sleeper option this year. If he doesn't work out, I'm going to stream my tight ends. I've, I've won championship streaming tight ends, so I'm not too worried about that. Looking at the next few available, Garrett Wilson, Christian Kirk, Ramondre Stevenson. Don't really like them, so I'm going to go a little bit down the board. Kadarius Tony's there. Um, a lot of the guys I also like are a little bit further down the board, so I may just go with Kadarius Tony just for the upside here. I do like George Pickens, but that's we're another round or two away. So uh, Christian Kirk's there as well. I'm going to go with Kadarius Tony. I don't love the Giants. I really don't want anybody from the Giants, but I'm going to take him just for the upside. There's so many players that are going to get cut throughout the season. You're going to work the waiver wire. If I end up cutting him and he's not on my team, I'm not I'm not heartbroken about it. So over here, um, it's absolutely a tough spot. Um, but I'm taking my first bench player um, out after Madison, at least. I have four wide receivers that I trust to start on a weekly basis. Um, I, I think running back depth would be the play here. But like we said, you're chasing who has the points. I'm chasing upside in these later picks. And based off the hype, I'm actually going to go receiver again. I'm going to go take Sky Moore from Kansas City. Um, big I ceiling. Think you, I, I think you should have taken Stevenson there, if I'm being honest with you. The thing is, I still wouldn't trust him playing on a weekly basis. So if I'm already not trusting my running backs, it's probably an option where I'm streaming at that point. Where I will. Yeah, I, I just feel like when you when your running backs are are you know what you have right now, I think I would have gone with Stevenson just to have that upside. But you're back on the clock now. We have a kicker and a defense going, which again should not happen around eleven. But completely it is. agree. So the one guy I was hoping would fall to me in this next round, who did, I'm going to take a running back again for a bad team, but someone that's getting a lot of hype in camp, a lot of hype in preseason. I'm going with Damian Pierce. It's a great pick. That would honestly, looking at the board, I mean, I would want to start Penny, um, and I'd have to start uh, Jacobs, but I think Pierce might be like week two, week three, if Penny's dealing yeah. with the same injuries, he's the starter there. So we're in round 11 here. A lot of the quarterbacks are going, so I'm actually going to take a backup quarterback just so I could round that out. Um, and there's not a lot of options here. Tua, Fields, Watson, Trevor, Jameis, Matt Ryan. I'm going to go with Matt Ryan. He stuffs the stat sheet. He throws the ball a lot, so I'm going to take Matt Ryan as my backup. And then I'm going to go with George Pickens. I love what I've seen from him and, and the Pittsburgh Steelers lately. I think he's got a – I think he could pass Ch uh, Claypool on the depth chart, so I'm going to take Pickens and hope that he ends, ends up being a stud receiver in this league. 
Alrighty, you're round 12. We're going around 18, by the way, guys. So here is where in sleeper, everybody's taking these wide receiver or the defense's kickers. I don't think this will be actually be the situation in the NFL. No. Um, but here I am. I'm eyeing the running back position again. I think I really do need to keep taking these flyers at this point. Um, I'm, I'm so confident in the receivers that I have to put up, you know, 100 points between all of them, where I, I think just taking running back depth and shooting your shot is the best option. Um, there's been a little bit of hype from Tyler Algier out of Atlanta. So that's kind of who I'm looking at. I don't really like anyone else past that range. So... Oh, there's one guy. I, I think I could wait another two or three rounds for him, though. Uh, I am going to take Algier. I think he's someone. Wow. <laughs> I think he's someone you'll know two or three weeks into the season. Whether you're going to be cutting him, keeping him, um, I don't. I don't think you'll have a big uh, wait period for a player like that. You can take a backup quarterback here. You're running out of options for those, which I don't think will happen in normal drafts. By the way. Yeah, I'm, I'm probably not going to take a backup uh, quarterback. I, I think I would rather stream on one-week basis than uh, put stock into that. Um, let's see. There's really not a lot of depth anymore. I think I think it's just flyers. At, I, you're at the point where you're taking your flyers, so – I see someone at wide receiver. It's Devontae Parker. I don't like him. I'm not pulling the trigger on him. Um, like I said, I'm taking the younger talent. I would, ra I would rather have Jacoby Myers at that point. So I'm, I'm going to go a little bit further down the board. I'm taking the flyer. I'm taking – I'm sure we're going to hear a weird noise from Sleeper again. Um, I'm going to take the wide receiver out of Green Bay, Romeo D Dobbs. I think that's how it's pronounced. Wow. There's wow. your noise. But he's got all the hype, so I'm going to pull the trigger on him. I'll, I'll just shoot more shots. I'll keep chasing that upside in these later picks. All righty. I am now making uh, my rounds, what do you mean, 13? 13 and 14. I'm going to go with, let's see. I think J.D. McKissick because um, what's going on over wow. there and that um, – uh, what's going on in that Washington offense is really weird. And McKissick catches a lot of balls and I'm apparently going to take another person from Washington because I think Jahan Dotson has a lot of upside. So there we go. Two football team members, even if I absolutely don't like the football team, I think they're a garbage can of a franchise. Um, I just took two of them. All right. So there's two options I see here. Like I said, I was chasing the upside, but I do know I have Damian Pierce. So the two players here that I like, it's Marlon Mack, because I think if it's not going to be um, – if it's not going to be uh, – what's his face? Pierce on a weekly basis, it'll be Mack. That's the RB1 there. So I kind of like the option of taking either or, but with me chasing so much upside – I think I'm going to look a little further down the list. I think this might be a little too early for him, um, but I'd rather lock him up now. He's someone I want in every league because he will be typically the last pick of your league. It's Isaiah Pacheco running back for the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, he looks like it, it's Rojo and Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, but he's getting a ton of praise and a ton of hype um, for his receiving ability, and we know Kansas City is going to continue to pass the ball. It's important that he – um, it's important that you take him. You'll know very early on, again, whether you need to keep him, cut him. Uh, 
here's where I'm going to start looking for. Here might be where I look for the defense or kicker because I think I have all the depth and all the high-end players where I think I'll focus on just winning week one. Uh, <laughs> Nick's favorite quote, uh, bad radio here, but I'm actually going to just go check the week one schedule. I'll let you know who I like. So I know got- I know who I like on the week one schedule, that's for sure. <laughs> I know you love Denver. Oh, yeah. Oh, Denver, Denver is still on the board. Denver's still on the board. Who do the Colts play week one? The Falcons? No. They have the Texans. That's tough. That's a good game too. It's a good play at least. You know what? I'm gonna take the I'm gonna take prime time. I already got two Broncos. Let's go with number three. Let's run. Oh man, you took my fantasy defense. I want them to take them. <laughs> I'm not you know when I'm taking my defense and kickers. You just use one of, you just broke one of Nick's draft rules. <laughs> All right. Picks 15 and 16. These are my last two serious picks because we know what's coming in 17 and 18. Um, I would like a backup tight end just for some kind of security. So um, we'll take Austin Hooper on Tennessee. Ryan Tannehill has to throw to somebody, even though I don't like the offense. Then my last pick, we want somebody with upside. Upside, you already took my upside running back. No other running backs I like. We're going to go to receiver. Alec Pierce is there. It's a solid option. Nico Collins, Wondell Robinson. I'm going to take one of those guys. So... I'll take whoever's in the most pass happy offense here. KJ Osborne, Nico Collins. Um, I have a Giants. I don't him. So we're not taking Wondell Robinson. Leaves it with Nico Collins, KJ Osborne, or I'm gonna take KJ Osborne because if Thielen or Jefferson misses time, there's a lot of targets wow. coming this way. So I'm gonna take KJ Osborne. Osborne would have been my pick there as well. He's a good he's a good play last year. Had him for a couple weeks, but too many mouths to feed if you have the wide receiver three. But I agree. That That's really the debate there. So here I have the debate of, once again, chasing the running back hype. Um, Who's left that running back? I mean, there's no one really hyped. It's really just getting those backups. I think Chris Evans, a little further down the board, is the biggest lock for a handcuff you can have. Um, but I'm seeing a lot of concern for Elijah Mitchell if he's going to play week one. And Trey Sermon played with the first team. Uh, I don't want to fall into the draft running <laughs> Trey Sermon for two years in a row. Um, I think I got enough running backs where if one of them doesn't hit, I mean, we'll see, we'd have to see what would happen in a real league. Um, here I'm going to go with the rookie from the Giants, though, Wandell Robinson. Uh, slot receiver in, uh, in Brian Dable's offense should absolutely do well. Should be a good play for PPR, a team playing from behind. Um, I, I don't love the pick there, but I don't hate it. Um, I just want to mention this. Nick's brother, who we're in a league with, just texted in our group chat. Ass ETN season is an incredible fantasy football team name. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm a fan. That's uh, that's phenomenal. He, said he saw it on Reddit. Whoever came up with that one, that's that's a league winner That's a league winner. We should do an episode on fantasy football team names. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right, Nick. Uh, you're in round... 17 here. You got two picks left. I am. I got to draft ETN in every league now. I'm going to take a guy I've been high on last year. Guy I was high. I'm kind of high on this year for this deep into your draft. I'm going to go with Joshua Palmer. You love Joshua Palmer. It's a good pick by you. I called him before preseason last year, getting a lot of hype. He executed for three weeks last year when he was started, but you know. This year he's a starter. 
Alrighty, next draft rule number 10. You do not pick your defense and your kicker before rounds. Uh, last two rounds. So 17 and 18 for us. I'm looking for somebody that's really going to smush the offense. Are the Baltimore Ravens still on the board? Are they still on the board? No, somebody took the Ravens, knew that they were going to face the Jets week one. Uh, all right, what, what else do we got here? Let's see. Um, no, the I Lions hope you take the Ravens in real life when we put 30 points on them. Yeah, okay. The, the Saints are facing the Falcons. I do like taking the Saints. I think the Saints are gone too, though. Let's see. Who do the Pats have? Week one, the Pats have... Um, Pats have the Dolphins. I don't love that one. Steelers have the Bengals, Browns, Bengals, Eagles. I'm not liking a lot of these. Um, the Titans against the Giants. That might be it. Um, Commanders? Who's the Commanders matchup? Commanders have the Jags. I'll take the Commanders only because the offensive line on the Jags is still horrific. Um, and then for my last pick, I'm taking a kicker. I'm going to take Hot Rod's going to kick a lot of balls, and so is Robbie Gould. Man, that's a tough one. I'll take Hot Rod just because of the glasses. <laughs> just for the glasses. I love it. Okay, so Chris Evans was the guy I really wanted to take here. Um, there's one other guy on the board that I do like. Oh, it was Trey Sermon, and he's gone. <laughs> Whatever. I was going to take him just in case of a, uh, a week one play. Um, let's see. All right. Was not expecting that. Here's where I love Antonio Brown. He'll come in week eight. He'll be a uh -oh. star. No. Um, Antonio Brown, that bone. Oh, wait. I don't have a kicker. I need a kicker. Uh, we are going to go with Robbie Gould. Here you go. Oh, that, was, that, was gonna, that was gonna that was gonna be my kicker. <laughs> and what happens at the end of the draft? <gasps> oh, hot, hot. <laughs> All right. All right. Is there anything you gotta do on your side of the screen? Does it give like draft grades or something? I wish it did. No, nope, that's it. All right. So I'm gonna take that out for you guys that are watching the video portion. That is our draft. Nick's gonna put up graphics. Uh, well, he'll text me graphics. He's going to create them and let us know who had the better draft or whose draft uh, you liked more at least. And can we, can you screenshot the draft board or can I, can we get a download of this draft board maybe? I, I can get it. Don't worry. Get a download of the draft board. That's another one that we could put up there. Um, so that's it guys. Thank you guys for listening again. If you enjoyed the show, please let your friends know, your family, send them a link. Let us know on our social media. Give us comments, likes, whatever. We'd appreciate all of that. If you want to keep listening to the show as they come out every single week, two episodes a week now for when the season starts, we can find us on all podcasting platforms, iTunes, Spotify, Anchor, Google Podcasts, anywhere where you could find a podcast, you could find us. If you want to watch the show, all the fancy graphics, the draft board uh, during this mock draft, uh, it's going to be Primetime Fantasy Podcast on YouTube. Social media, if you want to tell us that we're wrong, if you want to tell us that we're right, if you want to laugh at us, whatever, Primetime FF Pod, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. And then Facebook and YouTube is Primetime Fantasy Podcast. Thank you guys so much. We'll speak to you guys on Friday. We're fully into draft season. We'll have all the updates, we'll have all the advice, and we're going to help you crush your drafts. Let's get it going.